and welcome to the Strike a Balance podcast for working homeschool moms. This is Charlotte Jones, homeschool coach and homeschooling mom of twin boys. I know it can feel really overwhelming to keep all the balls in the air all the time, so each week I chat about tips and strategies for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom that you can implement in your life too. I also speak to awesome and inspiring women who manage to juggle homeschooling and work successfully and find out what their secrets are. Be sure to check out my Working Homeschool Mom Magic Mindset Challenge in the show notes and sign up to my newsletter for lots of cool homeschool freebies. And if you ever need to chat, please book in a session with me. I'm so excited for you to be here and I hope you'll get so much value out of this episode. So let's get started. Kelly Brick, aka Simple Home Mom. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Charlotte. Okay, so before we get into the nitty gritty, I like to warm up with a question that I really love. So if you were to publish your autobiography today, what would the title be and why? <laughs> I think my autobiography would be She Kept It Simple Even When She Complicated It. <laughs> Yeah, so I think why would be the the reason that I think one of the reasons why I am very much about like simple living is that I do try to complicate things and sticking to, you know, working on being simple really just helps to make my life easier and of course simpler. Sure, absolutely. I love that title. I think we could all live by that mantra, definitely. Okay, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself, about what you do, about your kids, homeschooling, and things like that. Sure. Um, so I'm a past elementary teacher, um, turn homeschooling, work at home mom. Um, I've done quite a lot over the years since I've been home. I've been home almost like nine years now since my second was born. And I'm currently a simple homemaker coach. That is my main focus. I teach moms how to keep things simple while caring for our homes and ourselves. I focus very much on like routines and planning. I also do uh, social media consulting, branding, graphics, management, websites, writing work as well for clients. But my love, of course, is like showing up on social media and my websites, doing simple homemaker coaching uh, and tips. I have four kids and um, three of them are boys. My oldest three are boys are 10, 8 and 5. And we have a daughter who is two and a half. Okay, fantastic. And how long have you been homeschooling your kids and what made you decide to start homeschooling them? Um, so my oldest is almost 11 and we've been homeschooling since the very beginning. I probably was a keener, so probably started, you know, gentle homeschooling when he was four. So I guess that would make pretty much almost seven years now. What made us want to homeschool or want me to homeschool was honestly, when I went on my second maternity leave, I'm from Canada. We had like a year, you know, like, um, a longer maternity leave so I had time to like process things and when I had my second baby I was really like thinking about public school and how like the educational system is set up and I was researching and reading and I kind of just stumbled 
more upon like some European types of schooling, um, especially like the Finnish and Finland education system. And it just really got me thinking about what I wanted for our own kids. And that's kind of how it started. And I was like, I just wanted something different for our kids than what the public school is offering here. That's kind of like how we started or I started on that journey. And have there been any times when you wanted to quit? Because um, I think a lot of homeschoolers <laughs> go through that, through that. And what do you, how did you get through those times? For myself, I don't think I've ever had a time that I was like, I want to quit. But I definitely had like hard days or hard seasons that I'm like, oh man, I need a break. I need like the boys to be separated. Like you understand with uh like some days like yesterday I was a referee for probably half the day (laughs) but that saying during those days like that have been harder and whatnot I've I really through the years have learned more flexibility and adjusting during you know those harder days and moments um you know during like when we had like a newborn baby or when someone has health issues, you know, those are really hard seasons to be homeschooling. So I just learned to be more flexible and to scale back on, on expectations and to do lists and that kind of thing. And I think flexibility is one of the greatest things about homeschooling though, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. It's like, there's no, I have to do this by this time, really. I mean, unless I write it down and then, you know, but but then it's like, well, I'm the boss. I can change that. <laughs> and okay, so um, you said you help uh, moms to simplify. How do you stay organized in generally? So organization, um, I probably about, how many years ago now? Like six years ago, I was kind of, a mess in that area I wasn't really like I didn't really you know I had like these massive to-do lists and stuff floating around the house and that was really my system um and that ended stressing me out so much so a good friend of mine said hey Kelly I think you would really like like bullet journaling um and I was kind of resistant to it at the time because I was like no I'm good I'm good right you know just a little bit prideful there um but then you know when I had that burnout of, you know, I've got no systems and I'm stressed out here with no routines and whatnot. I looked at it and then I kind of just started reading about planning and just strategies and like simple planning and just learned more about it and started to apply it day to day. And then kind of through the years, I've developed my own system through bullet journaling, but like now I have my own thing that I've used because I've learned just simple planning strategies, nothing complicated or anything like that. And then another way that I stay organized through the day is I really try to focus on boundaries of when we do homeschooling and when I work or when we do chores so that that way, you know, I'm not always feeling like, oh, we're not doing enough school or, oh, I'm not working enough. It's like, no, we're doing school during this time and then I'm going to be working during this time. Another thing that I do to stay organized is really try to watch the time because I find like if I don't watch the time, it'll be like super late in the day and then I'll be like, oh my goodness, like, oh, I'm sure you can relate to that. And Mm -hmm. then uh, keeping my to-do list really focused on those important things day to day is one way that we try to stay really organized. I'm very much a time optimist though. Like I'll usually like do a brainstorm and be like, oh, all these ideas for homeschooling or 
whatever it is. And then, you know, when reality hits, I'm like, oh goodness, no, I was too much of an optimist. I need to really like hone in on what's really most important to make this a lot more organized instead of trying to like squeeze all the things in. I guess that's more about planning and organizing. But any questions from there, Charlotte? And I can definitely elaborate. Elaborate. So I've seen on social media that you speak about loop scheduling. So yeah. You can tell us a little bit about that. For sure. So loop scheduling is something that I heard about in the homeschooling world, like when I first started homeschooling. And essentially, it's a list of tasks or activities, say if it's within the homeschooling day, that aren't necessarily tied to a certain time or day, but you kind of start through one task or activity, and then you move along to the next one when you finish that first one. And you're not really looking at the time frame. So for instance, if it's Monday, and you want to work on art, but you don't finish it on Monday, you keep continue it onto Tuesday, that art, until it's done, like whatever lesson and whatnot. And then you pick up whichever day is next for your homeschooling on that next activity on the loop schedule. So then it kind of just relieves some stress of like, oh my goodness, we have to do this on Tuesday, we have to do this on Wednesday. And to be fair, we have, like for our family ourselves, we have some days that are specific for certain things, but I definitely have some loop schedules in there for chores and for some homeschooling uh, routines. And it's just kind of reduced that stress of feeling like we have to squeeze all the things in or we're missing things. Like I find if I have things on specific days, then we often miss them because, you know, life happens, especially with four kids, right? Like things come up mm -hmm. or I'm refereeing and we have to pause uh, homeschooling for the day or whatnot. And I think it's also great because it gives kids the opportunity to kind of learn at their own pace as well, where they don't have to fit everything into a very specific time frame. Yes, exactly. And that's like how I schedule things in public school, right? So it just like took some creativity coming out of that mindset of like, we have to do this on this day. It has mm -hmm. to be this much time. And I still feel like even after all these years that I'm unwinding all the years of being in school and teaching. Obviously, we were all at school for a very long period of time. Mm -hmm. So it takes a long time to get out of that mindset, I would say. Yes. Speaking about mindset in general, what do you think is, or how important do you think mindset is for being a successful working homeschool mom? I think it has, you know, a, a large part to do with it for sure, because I think that if we believe we can't do it, then it's not going to happen, right? But if we believe we can, our brains are going to be scrambling to think of ways to make it work, right? Like to be creative and thinking outside the box. But yeah, if we come towards something and be like, oh no, I can't do that then we automatically close that door. But if we believe we can, we're going to try to make it work. Absolutely. And flexibility, again, it's that yes. beautiful, wonderful flexibility that gives us the opportunity to try different things, I think, as well. Yes, exactly. And uh, so what does self-care look like for you? So recently, I just put together a um, something for my social media people called my simple daily care plan. And what it is, is just like nine categories of looking at your day and thinking about how we're taking care of ourselves in each of those areas as a whole person. 
it really kind of helps me stay on track with taking care of myself because if I look at that list, it's not like I'm trying to hit everything every day because, you know, sometimes we don't have time for everything or stuff comes up, but it reminds me, oh goodness, I haven't been outside in a few days. You know, that's probably why I'm feeling a little off. I need to make that time tomorrow to get outside. I'm really big on like building routines into my day to help with the self-care and taking care of myself, such as like when I wake up in the morning, I make sure I have time for, for myself for like prayer or reading, writing, getting ready for the day in the morning too is a part of my routine. Um, I'm wearing pajamas on Saturday and that's kind of nice, but like during the weekdays with the kids, I do make a point to just fully get ready, get dressed, wash my face, sometimes put on a bit of makeup. Another thing that I do often during my day is listen to audiobooks. That is very, very life-giving for me to keep my brain sharp and like, you know, filled with, you know, showing, showing the kids, you know, that I read too, but also like, I need that. Mm -hmm. And also even writing down like shower days, like make sure I shower uh, because there's definitely a time in my mom life and homeschooling mom life that I was like, when was the last time I showered? I don't know. So like writing it down. And writing things down um, for my self-care routines has been really, really helpful because there's so much going on in my brain and my life that if I don't write it down, I'm not going to remember. And even writing it down, sometimes I forget, but it makes it more likely that I won't forget. Absolutely. Yes, I'm I'm a big believer of scheduling in that self-care. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We can so easily put ourselves last, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what is this typical day look like for you in terms of your schedule typically we we're not like I'm not crazy tied to the time we wake up or start or anything so we're pretty easy going in that way but we do have like a flow and a rhythm to our day so we'll wake up I'm doing my morning routine my kids are slow to wake up too I'm sure I've affected them in that <laughs> um, I'm doing my morning routine getting ready we bring down the laundry, throw the laundry on, and then we have breakfast together. And then we'll, when we're sitting down for breakfast, I'm drinking my tea, we start like morning school time at the table. And then after that, it's kind of flexible because recently I started kind of like a new block schedule type thing. So I'll pick two focuses for that day, like morning block and afternoon block, which is just like an hour, an hour and a half right after lunch. Um, so sometimes in the morning, it might be a chore block where we do chores together as a family. Sometimes it might be a school block and we're just going to do school after that morning time. And sometimes it might be get outside for a walk because I can tell when we all need to get out for a really good hike or whatnot, you know, with all the extra energy here. <laughs> So then after lunch, we'll have lunch, whatever that block is in the morning. And then after lunch, it's the same thing, chores, school, or like get outside for a walk. Because I was kind of dressing out like the last six-ish months of not having enough time for those extra things, you know, like chores mm -hmm. and teaching the kids chores, not just doing the chores, but like involving the kids chores and like enough time to get outside for hikes and whatnot. And I was trying to squeeze it all into one day. And my husband, um, he's like an auditor. So this is like, he audits things. And he like told me right away, he's like, Kelly, 
why don't you focus on two things and just change them up every day? And I was like, oh my gosh, you're a genius. That's been working really well for us. Uh, Lately, I was like, why didn't I ask them sooner? (laughs) So that's been amazing. So we have those two blocks. And then after that second block, after lunch, that's quiet time and my work time. So the kids during quiet time will, they'll play, they'll read, they'll tidy up something usually in their bedroom, sometimes in the rec room, and then they'll watch, you know, a movie or a couple shows depending on the day. Like if it's a rainy day, I'm like, just watch a movie. We'll pick a movie to watch. And then if they watch shows, usually between shows, I'll be like, read a couple books. Like, you know, if they're picture books or if the big boys are reading like chapter books just so that they, it's like having a little brain break there. They're pretty used to me working during that time. And so most days they're pretty good about quiet time and my work time. But you know, there's of course some days that I have to stop, pause periodically to go put out fires. (laughs) But yeah, and then after work time is, sometimes it's outside time, like in the summer um, or just play time and supper prep and supper and then bedtime and how how many hours would you say you work every day oh it really varies some days it's an hour and a half and some days it's three hours and sometimes I'm getting work done in the morning too like if the kids are doing free play before lunchtime because you know if we're doing chores we're not going to do chores for like three hours we'll do chores and then they'll we'll go for a walk or they'll play or something. So it really varies between like an hour and a half to three, sometimes four hours. And you did speak a little bit about tough times or rough days. Mm -hmm. How do you generally get through those kinds of days? Oh, so for tough homeschool days, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but like I said the other day, I was refereeing. So on days like that, you know, well, yesterday was raining, so that's unfortunate. But, you know, for me, you know, it's all about stopping, breathing, getting outside, sending everyone away from each other as much as possible to to get breaks. That usually helps or like a change of pace of like cooking together or doing a craft together, playing running games. We have like a really open main floor upstairs. And that's really great for running. I know some people are like running in the house. What? And I'm like, we have to, we have to, and especially on rainy days or like really bad days, we have so much energy, right? So it's like letting them like do exercise. And I mean, we all have hard days, right? So it's important to be Mm -hmm. flexible with them and to throw out like on those days for us too. I throw out the routines. I'm just like Mm -hmm. a hard pause here and we can always start again tomorrow, right? Like that's that's what I remind myself of too when I have those days. Absolutely. I think that also comes with experience though because I think when you start out with homeschooling, you feel very anxious about doing enough. Yes. Um, and what would you say is your absolute favorite homeschooling resource and why? I remember, I remember reading this question and I was like, I don't know what I could say. There's so many good resources out there. So really what it came down for for me was honestly really great Instagram homeschool friends and real life friends, like my real life homeschooling friends. They are my most amazing resources of learning and like, you know, book suggestions and like 
uh, oh, just encouragement and they, I, they're just priceless, right? They're friends that mm-hmm. I love and also are just amazing at supporting me in homeschooling. And so for the people who are starting out with homeschooling, what do you think is the most important thing to do right at the beginning? I think the most important thing to do is really kind of what I just said, like find yourself a good community. If there's not like a huge community um, in person, you definitely can find amazing people online. Like I said, on Instagram, I found, you know, wonderful Mm -hmm. Instagram homeschooling friends that that's the most important thing. And to remember that you won't have it figured out right away or even after 10 years, like I still am figuring things out and changing things, right? Things change and kids grow and needs change in families. It's really a journey. That's really good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you had to narrow it down to one piece of advice for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom specifically, what would that be? I would say to try to keep it simple. <laughs> of mm. course, I'm going to say that, but it's so true. Like um, when I try to complicate things, it gets very messy and then it becomes stressful for everybody. So keeping it simple, having some balance in your days with your routines and like remembering to keep those expectations of yourself and the kids in check, because I know when I have high expectations and things don't go to plan that sometimes I get stressed and I'm like, oh, no, I did this to myself. And of course, we've been talking about like being flexible. Flexibility is so important, too. And finally, just to finish off, is there anything you're working on at the moment that you would like to share? And also, where can people find you online? Sure. So all these years of planning and my obsession with planning, simple planning. I just love planning. If you follow me, you'll get that really quickly. Um, I just launched a PDF printable planner called My Simple Planner, and I'm working on a My Simple Homeschool Planner. So um, look for that soon. And I'm working on hard copies of them too. I'm like loving, loving it. It's like seeing all my work that I've done through the years on paper. I'm using them too. And it just makes me so happy. <laughs> and for finding me, my home base is simplehomemom.com. And I'm on Instagram. That is where I hang out at Simple Home Mom. Thank you so much for sharing all your advice and knowledge and experience i'm sure people are going to get so much value out of this episode thank you again so much for having me charlotte i really hope you enjoyed the episode today drop me a dm on instagram or post on the working homeschool mom support group over on facebook and let me know what resonated the most with you it would also be great if you could rate review and subscribe or share the podcast with a working homeschool mom who might need it until next time take care